1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Marquise Goodwin and Daryl Taylor both missed Sunday's game against the Cardinals. Yes. However, uh, they were seen at walkthroughs yesterday. Uh, and we're participating. Uh, obviously, we don't have a, an official injury report just yet from the team. I uh, don't know who's practiced, who hasn't. Uh, but that would seem to be a good sign for this uh, the Seahawks team, especially because I feel offensively they missed Marquise Goodwin a little bit, especially in that first half. Guys weren't really be- able to get open. Um, and we've talked about uh, the... Um, chemistry that, that Goodwin and Gino have built with one another, and uh, how Goodwin's come through in some pretty big spots, so how big would uh, a return for, for Goodwin be uh, this week for the Seahawks offense going up against this Bucks defense?
1: Well, we needed someone at the airport, didn't we? Like, spotting if they got on the plane. Oh, yeah, right. It sounds like they're both close enough to, you know, have got on the plane, even if they're you know, kind of like game time, kind of decision Well,
0: Odell Beckham Jr. got on the plane at SeaTac to Germany. Whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Josh Jones has changed his jersey number from thirteen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but um. Yeah. So you're... remember when you were like, "Yeah, there's no thirteen on the Seahawks."
1: Yeah, on the Seahawks offense tie, I yeah, definitely said well, offense uh, tie. Right, right. Yeah, right, a, right, yeah. yeah right. The old caveat. You totally um, did
0: not disrespect Josh Jones on the show. Totally.
1: No, I, I again to reiterate, mm-hmm. I've been a big Josh Jones supporter relative to the rest of the the narrative around his game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Goodwin. So Goodwin is a big big deal, I think, because obviously the Eskridge is still working his way into the offense, even though he's playing like, like a wide receiver three with Goodwin absent, and Penny Hart only played one snap last week, so, you know, I know he was coming back from an injury, but, like, Eskridge has fully overtaken him, and at the start of the season, that was actually a bit of a question mark, right? But Goodwin is ahead of Eskridge and actually has had some production, you know, and I think it's big because he's trusted with, like, going deep and... He's just trusted, right? So then when you take out a Metcalf or Lockett and spot them, a defense can't be like, well, it's probably not going to go to Eskridge. Uh, we should probably defend some of these tight ends. Like, having Goodwin out there is a huge deal to me. And mm-hmm. it's funny to say that because it didn't necessarily seem like that. I mean, what, he's 32, but he's still rapid. He had that unfortunate drop yeah. through his hands where, I mean, if he's, if he's playing a bit hurt, then... This is the thing with football. If you're playing hurt, like it's really hard to play hurt. Like, heck, I um <laughs> I would say I've struggled to do laundry if I'm hurting somewhere. Mm. <laughs> uh, my laundry execution's not the best. Sometimes I'll fumble the laundry. Uh, so th- you're juggling your cabbage. Dif- yes, exactly. We don't yeah, know what yeah, different yeah. circumstances going th- got going on with players, but that that um passed through the hands of Goodwin was was a shame because his speed was so quick and he you know he got the guy beat he just needs to catch the ball he just lost it at the last minute and Mm. i you know i'd I'd say that's a momentary blip and if he is back to being able to play again like he's a viable like wide receiver three in the offense that that's what everything we've seen right and and more importantly the chemistry of gino
0: yeah and like they they need that right now right because like like you said, you know the, the less attention you can take off the tight ends, all that stuff that that really helps. Uh, what about Daryl Taylor? Because this uh, this pass rush has been able to get to the quarterback uh, pretty well lately. Um, what does his uh, addition here do for the Seahawks, and and what does that do for uh, Bruce Irvin's usage? Because he's really been the guy there uh, opposite Chenna.
1: Daryl Taylor is such an odd one because he's obviously like quite a vocal leader and presence and. Pete mentioned that growing last season, but he's basically become a pass rush specialist. Like he doesn't, he's not trusted to set the edge now. uh, It's probably a question I should ask Pete Carroll, right? Like, is the new system impacting Taylor? Because they're still doing the same stuff. Like, if you're an outside linebacker or you're a defensive end, but you're the dude on the edge of the bare front, then you got to set the edge. But and Clint Hurt said, as I had said uh, previously, Taylor can be as good as he wants to be, and mm-hmm. you hear them talking up Nuosu this week, saying all this really positive stuff about, you know, he's a a true pro. You know, a lot of cliches, and and Hurt himself acknowledged it was coach talk, but like he, you know, he works so hard, he understands the game, he's like full on a hundred percent. And then you think, well, well, then why is Taylor not doing that? And as good as he wants to be well maybe he's he's struggling a bit with the that side of it because it just doesn't make sense that he got like setting the edge okay he may have slimmed down a bit to rush the passer and and do some coverage drops because he's now an outside linebacker and i think rightly or wrongly there's more of a, a inference that that means pass dropping even though last year they were dropping their defensive ends a bit as everyone knows much to their chagrin but um Yeah, I don't understand how Taylor's now a passing down specialist. He's basically going to take uh Joshua Onodjogu off the Onojiwogo off the field. Um
0: you were close. That, so close.
1: What, what? What? how do I Ona, pronounce
0: I, I think it's Onajogu. You 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 said Onajogu, and then jo, Jogui.
1: Well, the other thing is like American pronunciation isn't True. it's like it becomes americanized, right? which is fine. Right, like, it does. I, That's fine. But yeah. I'm not American, so thanks Ty for That's... Thanks Ty for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, Taylor's basically passing down dude, which doesn't it shouldn't be the case. Yeah, so in yeah. terms of you mentioned Bruce Irvin, Bruce will still do his thing cuz they don't trust Taylor to set an edge. They've shown us that with how they've rostered players and managed it and you can give it the marketing of oh we're keeping him fresh for the passing down. We love him on passing downs. Well, yeah, but you no, know, well, she's playing all the time because he's really good at everything. Taylor's not really good at everything. Now, can he be mm-hmm. really good at everything? Sure. But I think the only thing to explain it is, you know, what well, the two things maybe he struggling with the new system, the new language. Maybe, you know, he was playing a bit hurt and that was impacting him. But also, is he being a pro pro? And we have no way of answering that. But right. we do have some results which indicate that perhaps. Perhaps not is that fair?
0: yeah, yeah, no, I think that's fair, And right now, you know with what Bruce has been able to do the the pass rush is looking the most efficient that it's looked all year, and he's been able to set the edge, play the run pretty well. He's taken that job from from Daryl Taylor, I think, like and so now, like you said, Taylor basically becomes a third down pass rush specialist.
1: Well, Ty, and, they they tried this with Bam Johnson as well. Remember, yeah, he was the yeah. guy who trusted to set the edge on early downs. Like they yeah. don't, they don't. They just trust. don't trust
0: him. Yeah, they just don't trust at all. So, yeah, you know, I I, I wonder if that's just a, a physical regression that's happened over the last year, or if it's literally just like he's just not the guy, right? Like he's just not that guy, and he's not really being. know like you said he's not really being a pros pro about it either so yeah it's a it's a really weird situation but it's i don't know like on sunday it didn't really feel like they missed daryl taylor because like bruce has been so good in that role so far and they're just firing on all cylinders right now so um yeah he's just kind of a guy that just fits into the stable at this point so In terms of the two guys that we talked about, like I I feel like Goodwin adds a lot more to this team and benefits this team a lot more right now than than Taylor does. Did you say that as well? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think that's I mean, the thing with Taylor is he still does have the like when he when it all clicks and comes together on a rush, like he has his get off and then his ability to literally dip under a table and bend. Yeah. And that's rare. Like he has the rare traits. And so, you know. Uh, someone in the comments, Cesar Castillo, said strip sack on Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, you could see that happening, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Taylor's the kind of guy who can make that happen. Yeah. His pass rush uh, repertoire hasn't been as great. It's, it's, it's uh, inhibited him a bit more this year as guys have realized, okay, well, we're going to get speech each time. What's your counter? And yeah. guys have set him a bit better. So, again, we're still sort of waiting for that all to come together. But then who's to say down the stretch that it doesn't? It's just an interesting yeah. one to monitor because and then the other thing as well is like, you know, obviously he's technically in his third year, but as uh Pete Carroll made uh a concerted effort uh to refer to he they treated last year like it was Taylor's rookie year. Right. And so is this year his sophomore slump? is his second season down year. Mm-hmm. Cause that that that's a supposedly a thing, right? Right. And I think when we talk about pass rush and perhaps, you know, uh, tackles are being a bit smarter about how they play him and, and asking him more for the counter, then that is kind of a being worked out, isn't it?
0: Right. And, well, also, you know, talking about uh, Castillo, uh, Cesar Castillo here, who said the strip sack on Tom Brady thing, it's like, yeah, that can happen, but also how many opportunities is he going to get to try and do that? Right. Like, yeah, he's got the, ta- the talent for it. But right now, considering how limited he is and how limited, therefore, his role is going to be, those opportunities are going to be few and far between. So is he going to mm. be able to get into a rhythm and be able to make an impact that way? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, what's nice is um, obviously the defensive improvement means that Seattle and the offense still being good means Seattle has been up by like double scores, two point uh, two score leads. Uh, entering the fourth quarter of games. And that's why the pass rush has really been able to tee off. That's why the sack numbers have been so high in recent weeks. But then you still have like Nuosu's obviously going to be out there. And then on the other edge, Irving was getting like legit snaps and doing like some stuff, commanding chip pass protection. He was enough of a threat in that sense. So he's Taylor's still going to be competing for those. So while his opportunities is on it would be high, he suddenly has, you know, like this 35-year-old Bruce Irvin who's ready to rumble ready to off the edge. And um, Josh was uh, showing some activity and hustle, even though I think Taylor's presence, if he is able to go, probably would mean uh, Josh was inactive.